Loving Liberty Network proudly presents Heroes and Heroines, a weekly broadcast by Lawrence W. Reed, President Emeritus of the Foundation for Economic Education. Larry Reed has written nearly 2,000 articles and columns and is the author of eight books. Most recently, the thought-provoking Was Jesus a Socialist? Loving Liberty welcomes you to Heroes and Heroines by Lawrence W. Reed. In the summer of 1907, New Yorkers were astonished and breakfast habits were forever altered by an advertising campaign cooked up in the small town of Battle Creek, Michigan. The campaign's catchy slogan was, Wednesday is Wink Day in New York. Daring and even risque for its day, the campaign promised each housewife in the city a free box of cornflakes if only she would go to a grocery store, look the grocer in the eye, and then wink at him, but only on Wednesdays. The man behind this effort had a last name that would soon become a household word, Will Kellogg. Skeptics had advised him that his newfangled food idea would never catch on unless he could conquer the big New York market. His clever campaign worked, and within about a year, he was shipping 30 train carloads of Kellogg's cornflakes to the Big Apple every month. Before his success, Will Kellogg seemed unlikely to become one of the wealthiest Americans of the century. He had dropped out of school at the age of 13. One of his teachers called him dim-witted. While still in his teens, he failed at selling brooms and wouldn't attempt a business venture again for 30 years. In the interim, Will worked for $25 a week at the Battle Creek Sanitarium of his brother, Dr. John Harvey, known as J.H., His most exciting tasks included chasing down the insane when they escaped. Sometimes Will assisted in food preparation. He helped develop a moist and tasty breakfast treat made from wheat dough, pressed into large sheets and cut into square servings. One fateful night, he accidentally left the dough sit uncovered and found that by morning it had dried out. When he ran a rolling pin over it, it flaked up. Instead of throwing the flakes away, he decided to put them in bowls, serve them to the patients, and see what happened. The patients loved the crunchy stuff and demanded more. Suddenly, a light went on in Will's head. He started a small mail-order business to supply patients with cereal after they went home. In 1896, the first full year of sales outside the sanitarium, he sold 113,400 pounds of cornflakes. Will then ran into a stone wall. His brother was opposed to getting into the mass marketing of cereal, and when Will had the audacity to add sugar to the flakes, J.H. hit the roof. In 1906, at the age of 46, the man who was known as J.H.'s flunky finally became his own boss and went into business for himself. Within two decades, he became one of America's 20 wealthiest individuals. Historian Burton W. Folsom, author of The Myth of the Robber Barons and New Deal or Raw Deal, writes, quote, Will Kellogg's boldness in advertising and his calm leadership were just the beginning. He promoted new products such as Rice Krispies and All Brand. His research team worked to improve the crunch and the quality of cornflakes and he improved his packaging and advertising to the point where Kellogg outdistanced 
all of his competitors. He changed breakfast habits around the nation, and his name became a household word. His electric billboards lit up New York City. Cornflakes were munched the world over. End quote. The next time you eat something with the name Kellogg on the box, think of what a great country it must be if a man can mix an idea with a few bucks and turn it into a great enterprise. If the class warriors and their political friends have their way, someday we may have to go to museums to learn about such things. For Heroes and Heroines, this is Lawrence Reed. Join us again next week for Heroes and Heroines by Lawrence W. Reed. Broadcasts are archived at lawrencewreed.com and lovingliberty.net, home of a growing network of allies for liberty. Thank you.